Hey guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. We have a very special night ahead of us tonight. Does anybody know what this is? Correct. Correct. It's a plant. But it's not just any plant. This is Dave's plant. This is Dave's coffee plant. And uh, we got, this is Dave's child. And we got Dave, Sam and I got Dave this coffee plant uh, for his birthday. And he's kept it alive for a whole two months now. Great work. Now, does your plant have a name? Doesn't have a name. Does it have like a gender? Do you refer to, to it as a he or she? A he? It's a he. He's got a roommate. Dave's got a roommate, a baby boy, and it's a coffee plant. And um, I happen to know that Dave takes very good care of his coffee plant. You can tell by those baby leaves there on the picture all the way to the right. Um, he, he waters his plant, but not too much. He puts it in, he gets it the right amount of sunlight. He makes sure that it has everything it needs. He talks to it. He keeps it company. He keep, takes care of his plant because he loves his plant. Now, I'd like to introduce you to the newest members of my family with a very special video. Um, this is, no, but that's a good guess. Um, this is Pickles, Peppers, and Sue. And Pickles and Peppers and Sue are my baby ducks. And this is them swimming around our kitchen sink. They're huge. They've like tripled in size since we've got them in like six days. They're uh, the most adorable thing. I think I turned the sound off, but they have, they make a really, really great sound. They are as, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you're missing this amazing video of our ducks doing laps around the kitchen sink. <laughs> it's really amazing. They're as cute in person as they are in this video as well. Here's some pictures that you can see. These are like day one from our little ducklies, ducklings, duckies. Pickles, peppers, and Sue. Yeah, you can see Daisy, our dog there, giving a little inspection to the ducks. They're friends. They're great friends now. Now, these are our cute little ducks, but someday they will grow up into cute, slightly larger ducks. We are prepared for that. In six months, we'll have some eggs. And uh, ducks are hard work, at least so far. I, I mean, I'm not sure it's going to get much easier, but like ducks make a mess. They're known for like you know, as far as farm animals go, they make a, a royal mess. We're constantly cleaning up after them. They're basically like doubling in size every other day at this point in their life. So they are growing like crazy, lots of food and water having to take care of them. We have to keep them at the right temperature because they're very picky. It can't be too hot, can't be too cold. We, uh, w later, we're keeping them in the house right now because there are predators like raccoons and hawks. And there are things all over our community that would love to have a little a raccoon. Yeah, a raccoon. <laughs> a raccoon would love to eat our ducklings. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> so um, here's something I know about you. You know, Dave takes care of his plant. He loves his plant. We take care of our ducks. We love our ducks. I know that you do this too because you take care of the things you love. I know this is true about everybody. We take care of what we love. That's what we do. We take care of what we love. I know a lot of you have a crack in your phone, but that crack was probably a big deal, right? That was a traumatic day when you, you dropped it for the zillionth time and finally you looked and you're like, oh, it finally happened. Um, I know you're learning from your mistakes. You're learning, you're being more careful with your phone. If your phone gets a little bit wet, you get concerned, you throw it in the rice, you take care of it. When the battery's getting low, you gotta charge it because you take care of what you love. This goes for your gaming system, maybe for your jewelry, for your diamonds, Minecraft or otherwise, you, you take care of the things you love. You probably take care of your bank account if you have one. 
If you don't, you probably will someday. Whether you love your job or not, you take care of it because you need it. Loving money is dangerous, so don't hear something I'm not saying, but you got to secure the bag. I get it. you got to cash the check. We all struggle with that. You, get, you take care of the things you love. And this is not just material things like plants, ducks, and iPhones. We take care of our friends. We support them. We encourage them. We uh, are there for them in time of need. We communicate with them. And we cultivate a relationship, a deep relationship with our friends because we love them. We take care of them. Some of us have family members that we have the same relationship with. We look after them. We invest in them. We do anything for them. We do that because we take care of what we love. And we all know what happens when we don't take care of these things, right? We've all seen this in some capacity. When we don't take care of our plant or our ducks, they die. If, we, if our phone, if it breaks, then we can't talk to our friends or look up duck videos. If we don't take care of our bank account, we can't afford to buy stuff for our ducks. If we don't take care of our friends and family, we lose contact with them. We stop talking to them. We can't show them videos of our ducks. That's why we take care of the things we love. Tonight, we're going to talk about something. We're, we're, we're in a serve fair. I've been calling it the serve fair. And this emoji is the, uh, one of the emojis in our Instagram bio. So if you're, you're wondering what that's about. Um, tonight, we're talking about what it means to take care of the apex. What does it mean? Well, how, does that, how do we do that? So we're going to talk a little bit here, and then we're going to go into some time. Not, no like, official small groups tonight, but we're going to have an opportunity to go around the room and like Look at the different ways you can serve at Apex and take care of Apex. Have you all had some time to ask questions and show interest? But here's the point. God has promised to do his part to take care of Apex. So we're talking about the part that he's given us to do. What are we supposed to do? It's so cool that God partners with his people to do his work. Um, Paul wrote about this partnership. He was writing to the church in Corinth and in 1 Corinthians 3, 6. This is what he said. I planted the seed in your hearts and Apollos, another person, watered it but it was God who made it grow. He says, you tend to the garden, I'll bring the growth. Just like Dave's flower. He, he's got those brand new baby leaves. He didn't rip those leaves out of the thing. He watered it. He took care of his plant and God brings the increase. That's the, the illustration God has given us. So he will do his job and it's our job to do our job. He will do his job and it's our job to do our job. So this is a big deal because the stakes are high. If we don't take care of Apex, if we don't do our part to maintain what God is doing here, to, to, to partner with God and what he's doing here, guests don't feel welcome, people stop coming, and then you graduate, and there's no one left to take your place, and just like a plant that isn't watered, it dies. That's what's at stake here. So tonight, we're, we're going to cast vision for this serve fair. We're talking about what your part, what God is doing at Apex, how you can be a part of it, doing your job, doing your part, and contributing to the ministry that's happening here. Because we take care of what we love, and we love Apex. We take care of what we love, and we love Apex. All right, let's zoom out. We're going to zoom out a little bit, because the main idea, we're talking about taking care of Apex. But in order to show you that, I want to zoom out and show you the partnership that we, we have with what God is doing. We'll talk a little more gen generally about partnering with God. So you guys want to learn a bit of, bit of, a bit of, bit of Latin? Latin. I know, I know very little Latin. All of it is uh, words that are religious. Um, so repeat after me. Missio Dei. Say it again. Missio Dei. Missio Dei is a Latin phrase that scholars use to describe what we're talking about here. 
Missio Dei means the mission of God. You, you know, you can kind of hear it, missio, mission, like we actually, you know, shares a root in that word. And Dei, think like deity, um, is God. So Missio Dei is Latin for the mission of God. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four gentlemen that recorded the, the events of the life of Jesus, wrote it down. And in John's account, in John 9, we read about Jesus healing a blind man. And before we talk about what we're going to talk about, let's not fast forward through a miracle. Because I've read this a zillion times, but I don't want us to like miss that Jesus literally walked up to a person who was born blind, and when Jesus walked away, he could see. Hello? That's a big deal. Let's not fast forward through that. Super incredible. And as he does this really cool miracle, he says in John 9, 4, he says, we must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. So in this phrase, he's setting up a pattern. He's showing us how things work. God will do his job, and it's our job to do our job. So he has sent us to help us in his mission, to carry out his mission, so we do the things he sent us to do. We have to let him use us in this partnership. So the partnership that we have with God, it's got two phases. Well, you can look at it this way. There's two phases in the partnership. First of all, we have God as creator, man as caretaker. God as creator, mankind as caretaker. So God says the scene for us in the beginning in Genesis. And you know, he creates everything. He creates everything we have. And then he creates mankind. And he commissions mankind to take care of it. He says, everything that I made here, everything the light touches, you take care of it, tend to it and take care of it. So God's mission, God's, God's, the missio day here is that God is the creator and our role is the caretaker. We see it in Genesis 2.15. He really lays it out. He says, the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. So he made creation and then he sets mankind in creation and says, okay, I'm going to partner with you. I don't have to. I could just create the world and, 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 you know, caretake it myself, but I don't want to. I want to partner with you to do my work. God as creator and man as caretaker. And then there's a change up. There's a change here in the way it works. So mankind breaks the covenant uh, that they had made with God and introduces sin into the world. This is where death happens. This is where disease happens, where even down to thorns on a rose bush happen. There's a, a shift in the Missio Dei because man has brought division between God and man. That's what sin is, right? It's, it's a separation. It divides us from God. And God is now directing his attention toward that problem. We have to do this caretaking thing, but God is saying, my mission is now to reconcile God and man, to redeem this relationship that has been broken by sin. So now we're looking at God as redeemer and man as messenger. God as redeemer, man as messenger. So mankind has messed it up and God is going to redeem it, which means if you don't know that word redeem, it just means he's going to take this bad situation that we created and and we didn't earn it, we don't deserve it, but he still loves us, and so he wants to be reconnected with us. So he takes this problem that we caused, and he's going to fix it. So he's partnering with us to be his messengers. He says, I fixed the problem, now go tell everybody. This partnership is cool because it's timeless. This is something God has been doing from the very beginning. He did it through uh, um, Abraham, you know, he did it with this this the Missio day with Adam and Eve, and then they messed it up. And then he's like, okay, Abraham, it's your time. Now I'm going to reveal myself to humanity through you. Abraham, 
messed up as well. <laughs> he had issues, and you know, he did some really great things, and he was the one that God used to, to reintroduce himself to, to mankind, but he also had some issues. God partnered with Moses, and he said, all right, my people, they're enslaved in Egypt, and it's not going to be the end, so you lead them out. Moses had his issues. He had some problems as well, but Moses was used by God. God partnered with Moses to lead his people, to do his work, to carry out his mission which is redeeming. God used David. And he said, all right, I'm establishing this kingdom and you are going to lead it. David, you are the new king. You're going to write a bunch of the Bible. You're going to write all these Psalms. You're going to have this, uh, you're going to be used by me. The Bible describes David as a man after God's own heart. God said, you are going to be used by me. Partnership. He does it with the disciples. Jesus comes, he dies, he comes back to life, and then he leaves. And now God is partnering with these disciples and with the early church, people like Paul, to, take, to be the messenger, take his message all over the world. So and, and one of the quintessential examples of that is in Matthew 28, 19. And it says, therefore, this is Jesus saying, therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. Go tell everybody. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you. How cool is that? It's a partnership. He's inviting us into this partnership. He's not saying, all right, go do the thing I asked you to do. He said, let's do this together. He could have done it by himself. He could have sent us to drown. <laughs> this is a drowning motion. But he didn't. He said, let's do this together. I want to partner with you to carry out my message. I'm going to redeem mankind. I just need you to tell everybody about it. So the message we are proclaiming, the reason that we make disciples and baptize and teach is because of the resurrection of Jesus. My faith is tied to an event. It's tied to the death and resurrection of a man that walked this earth that I believe was 100% God and 100% man. It's because of his resurrection that God redeemed mankind, that the, this mission was, it all culminated at this event, the resurrection of Jesus. He sent his son to live a perfect life, to die in our place, to take on our sin as the sacrifice for our sins. And that was the completion of God's redemptive work. We have access to that sacrifice through repentance, through fully submitting to Jesus being our Lord. So now it's our job. When we do that, when we've entered the family, it's our job to tell everybody. Spread the good news. Tell everyone we know about the death and resurrection of Jesus because God was fully man. He came to earth, fully man, fully God, and died and came back to life. We tell people about his love, his joy, and his hope, and tell them how he changed our lives. Tell them how he can change their lives as well. So to bring this back in, we've zoomed that way out. Let's zoom back in. This is why Apex exists to do this. We are partnering with God. The reason we're in this room is to partner with God to be his messenger of his redemptive nature, to, be, to, to tell people about that redemption. So this is what we're doing here. We're telling people about Jesus, so we take care of it. I think I've made my point. Now let's go to some examples. God has invited us into this beautiful partnership, but what does it really mean? for me to do my part? What does it really mean to partner to be that messenger for God's redemptive work? If God is doing his job, what's my job to do? I'll give you some examples. We're going to run through a bunch. First of all, there are all kinds of things you can do outside these doors. To zoom back out for just a moment, 
to partner with God. You tell people about him. You live a perfect life. Not a perfect life. You can't live a perfect life. You live a life that honors him, that, a, a life humble, a life that's full of love, joy, peace, the things that he focused on. You worship him in your daily life, and that's how you honor him. But tonight we're focusing on taking care of Apex. Zoom back in. Taking care of Apex because we love it here. Tonight we're focusing on that. So remember, we take care of the things we love, we take care of what we love, and we love Apex. So let's go through some ways to serve here, to take care of here as we live in this partnership. So you can, for instance, join the worship team. This is a great opportunity to, this is a tough job, and, and I want to set it up as a tough job because it's not easy. This one requires practicing on your own at home as you like go through the songs they do every week. And, and when you learn a new song, you got to really come prepared. You got to be here early to focus on music uh, and prepare for the worship time. You got to have your heart right. You got to be, you know, no one's asking you to be perfect, but, but, but what happens up here is not just music, right? What happens up here is a connection with God. And so when you are on stage, you are, the people that are on stage are leading us in that connection with God, leading people into the worship experience, into the presence of God. That's a big deal. So if God has given you a gift in music, so maybe you love to sing, or you've been playing an instrument for many, many years, or you just recently picked one up and you're starting to get a hang of it, God might be calling you to be a part of the worship team because contributing to worship, giving God glory through music in our services is a great way to take care of Apex. Um, after I'm done here, you can go to the, some tables out there. You see the signs on the walls. Sam will be the one to talk to you about the Apex worship team. It's that direction over there when you get ready. There's also a whole bunch of wires and computers holding this thing together. <laughs> um, and so the tech team might be a great way for you to take care of Apex. I think this one is like one of the most underrated ways to serve here uh, because Derek does a whole lot that I wish he didn't have to do, that people could step in and help him do. So some things in the back there are really, really difficult um, that require like years of training and expertise. Some things back there, I'm not going to call them easy to do, but maybe easy to learn. There are things back there that most people can get involved in. There are some things that are just like turning switches on. <laughs> so like the tech team is a really great entry level position. There are stuff back there that Derek can put you to work. Um, they're like changing the lyrics on the screen, che um, checking to make sure cameras are working, making sure things are turned on. Sometimes you just got to be here to like turn switches on and that kind of thing. Um, if you're real good, Derek might even spend many years teaching you how to use a soundboard. But he's the guy to teach or to, to, to go to for tech team information. And that one will be over there. You can see the sign on the wall when the, when the time comes. The store is another ripe opportunity. We've taken signs for this 100 times. We're going to do it again tonight um, because we need friendly faces upstairs, people that with a friendly face and like basic calculator skills, not math skills, <laughs> calculator skills, because don't, you don't have to do that. This isn't school, so you don't have to do it in your head. Um, but you just need to be in the cafe, like be in behind the counter and serve people their Hot Pockets and help them get their T-shirts. And if you're interested in that, Dave is your guy. Um, you can be over in that table as well if you're interested in learning more about that. We need someone, not this particular week, we need someone every single week to help out with three minutes of something. Now, three minutes of something, I want you to know how approachable it is because um, I don't want you to think that you have to have been saved for 50 years or you know have a Bible degree to be able to do three minutes of something. We, this is for you. If, it, if something, a verse a quote, a song, if something has helped you get closer to Jesus, take three minutes to tell us about it. That's the whole thing. Something has helped you get closer to Jesus, take three minutes to tell us about it. Um, 
Haley shared about how God spoke to her through a dream. Cassidy shared about how God spoke to her through vacation, like an experience on her vacation. Doug came up here and like did martial arts. Super cool. Elijah has taken individual verses. I think that's super, super cool. Just takes an individual verse and spends three minutes on it. This is how this matters in your life. A prayer. And that's out. That's all it takes. Christian. That's right. (laughs) This is not an exhaustive list. Many people in the room have done this, (laughs) but that's, that's what I want you to know, is that's all it takes. If, God has got, if something has gotten you closer to Jesus, take three minutes and tell us about it. That's all it takes. If being on stage makes you nervous, if that's the thing stopping you, then we can do a video of you. Um, we can do whatever it takes. Coach you. Make sure, like, you can write every word down if you want. Whatever it takes for you to, to do that. It can be a song or a dance or something where it is, three minutes or something. So Andrew would like to walk you through that process, process it with you, one of the, ta- it's at that table back there. If you are going into 10th grade or above, you might be interested in helping out in a, this is a, a the student leadership team. Yeah. Oh, thank you, because I forgot. The student leadership team is a really great opportunity. This one is a big commitment as well, and because uh, we meet on Sunday mornings, like after church, uh, a couple times a month. We talk about leadership. We talk about Apex, how to make things happen here. Um, You'll be asked to do things outside of your comfort zone. You will be accountable to me for things, um, like taking care of guests. And you'll be the one like setting up events and being the last one to leave because you took out the garbage, that kind of thing. Um, It's a big responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like fun. It is. Uh, But it is a big responsibility, and that's what I want to focus on. Several of uh, of the staff people now, like especially... So I'm um, counting three, I think. Matt, were you ever on SLT or was that? Yeah, Matt, Michaela, and Elijah were all on SLT, student leadership team, before they were staff members. So ask them if you have any questions. Ask them if it was worth it. Um, and you can talk to me if you're interested in any more information. I will be right under that sign at when we dismiss here. And you can come sign up uh, if you'd like to do that. Even if you're not interested in joining a team right now, I want you to know that like, there are all kinds of things you can still do to take care of Apex. Even if you're like, you know, coming early to further worship team or spending Sundays here for SLT, it's not my thing. Um, I, I would encourage you someday, that should be your thing. Get involved in a deeper level. But if you're not, not at the time, it's not the time. Maybe there is something you can do to take care of Apex anyway. For instance, if you pass an empty water bottle on the floor, what should you do? Pick it up. Pick it up, throw it away. Your mom doesn't work here. Pick it up, throw away candy wrapper, whatever you find. Papers are all over the place. If you find a spill on the table, maybe give it a wipe. If you find something broken or, you know, something is terrible, let me know. There's all kinds of times, people. This, we just had an air conditioner apart. I think it's apart right now because it was broken and somebody told me. And actually, they didn't tell me. They just started fixing it, which is incredible. And that's exactly what you can do. <laughs> Anybody can, I mean, maybe you can't fix an air conditioner, but you can let me know. <laughs> but this is the things that you can do. If something's broken, let me know. Everyone here contributes to helping, making, to helping guests feel welcome. Everyone contributes to that. We've, we've talked about the voice of Apex, right? Everyone in here, uh, you know, the, the student leadership team is accountable to me for it. The store is, might be the first smiling official face with an exchange of cash, but everyone plays a part in making guests feel welcome. So you can watch your feet. You know what that means? Because we talked about it. Maybe you weren't here when we talked about it, but we've talked about it for several years. Watch your feet means if you're like standing in a circle. I I was doing it this Sunday morning. I don't know if you noticed, but we were in a circle and I kept opening it up into a U. We don't do circles. We do U's. Watch your feet and make sure there's a U. Yeah, exactly. So that someone doesn't feel 
excluded. Anyone at any time can join that circle. And then you got to watch your feet and open it back up and, and do that over and over again. That's a simple way for you to contribute to taking care of Apex, to making sure that someone feels 100% comfortable to join your conversation. They wouldn't have to squeeze their way in. Maybe you can invite them to throw the football with you or challenge them to a race or whatever you guys do in the parking lot. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> when, when you find somebody sitting alone, maybe you can sit next to them and maybe ask them how their day was or maybe just be quiet with them. We do this thing. We make ourselves uncomfortable so that other people don't have to be. That's how we take care of Apex. We make ourselves uncomfortable so other people don't have to be. Join me in doing that. We can all do that. Now, I know there's a lot here. Talked about a lot of things. A few of the many ways to take care of Apex. And again, the stakes are high, right? We take care of Apex so that God's work that is happening here, he's invited us into this partnership. We take care of Apex so that when we leave, Apex still happens. The, the amazing experiences that you've had here with friends, with God, with adults that care about you, that carries on. So you take care of it while you're here. Does that make sense? We take care of the things we love, and we take care, we love Apex. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to partner with you. Thank you that you use your people to do your work, that you don't just wind the watch and step back and let your creation take care of itself. Um, you don't do it all by yourself, and you don't leave us to drown. You partner with us to do your work. We water, we tend to the garden, and you bring the growth. Every time we look at a plant, let us remember that we can water, we can plant it, we can take care of it and give it the right sunlight and temperature, whatever a plant needs. But ultimately, you bring the growth. And that's what we do here, God. You have promised to do your job, and it's our job to do our job. So Father, help us to partner with you at Apex specifically, to do your work here so that people can connect with you for future generations, so that when we graduate, when the students here have graduated, they have left a legacy. They have taken care of Apex so that more people can experience you here, Father. We take care of what we love, and we love it here. We love Apex. So we've dedicated Apex to you, and God, I pray that you help us as we partner with you in the future. We love you. We praise you. It's in your precious name we pray. Everybody said amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.